You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has closed its doors for another day, so it's time for the five o'clock shadow with myself, Lindsay Williams, and also Skulk Lowe, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town. Now, let's get the housekeeping out of the way and have a look at the Stock Exchange News Service, Skulk. Uh, by the way, welcome. I haven't spoken to you for two weeks. And first rand's update. What did you make of it? I'd, you know, okay, so so it's uh, it's you had to do some some calculations, you know, looking at at uh, first rents update, but they they guided well thus far in March already. They guided and said that um, you know the the ROE will be between you know anything between eighteen and and twenty percent. Today they they brought out um, you know the interim results and. Basically said again, um, it's it's going to be oh, well. Actually, there's a guided again. Sorry, not a interim results. Get a guidance, and they said, well, a voluntary update uh, again is now going to be between eighteen and twenty two percent. So already it's it's a it's a, it's an upgrade. When you look at the the forecast hips, and uh, now um, they already said you know what what they're looking for the second half we did some calculations and and we got to a a you know forecasted uh, well guidance heps or headline earnings per share of about six rand 72 and when i look at refinitiv it's old uh, reuters uh, consensus currently um uh, they still got it as six 652 so 672 if if uh, they're going to be on target that uh, yeah that's that's going to be a beat for, for for first round so you know the first view i think it's looking good you know 18 to 22% roe to in, in my view in, in the environment that we're currently finding ourselves in is is very very good i still think you know first round among some of our other banks are finding themselves in very, very deep value territory. And, and it would be something that I definitely would accumulate. So let's just get the disclaimers out of the way. I'm a personal shareholder of, of, of First Rent, also all the, uh, you know, my portfolio is my clients. So, yeah, uh, currently, you know, if I didn't own it, um, uh, I, I definitely would, would, would consider, you know, looking at this company. It is, um, I thought it was a, was a good set of results. They did mention, they did mention that we need to look at the, the on on the on the UK operations. I'm not going to go too deeply into that, but I just think they did mention that this whole let's call it high interest rate environment um, and also the repricing um, could have effect on on the second half uh, you know, performances. I, I don't think it's going to have a massive massive effect. Um, so yeah, in in short, I actually. It's very short trading update, but in general, I thought it looked good. Excellent. Otherwise, it's quite quiet at the moment, isn't it? And as I was saying to a previous commentator, the central banks have come out with their decisions. We've got, I think, the Bank of England this week uh, to complete the, the circuit. But uh, otherwise, not many results coming out. Just got to mm. sort of be at the mercy of the international markets, I suppose. And when it comes to international markets, not just the equities markets, but also the bond. And the RAND's been doing very nicely. People are still talking it down to maybe 17 to 17.50. And if interest rates in the United States don't rise much further, which we'll come to in a second, then the dollar will uh, maybe weaken and the rand will strengthen or at least stabilize. Scott, what's your view on that? Mm. No, I, I agree with that view. I do think that the rand still at, at these, let's call it 1830 levels off uh, to the dollar is finding it in, in, in really extreme valid, valid territory. We, we know the reasons why it it, it actually weakened um, over the past two months. Not going to go back into that because that's no. that's so yesterday. 
Yes. Uh, when we look at it, you know, going forward, um, you know, we, we saw the, the the inflation rate coming out today, six point three percent. Nice beat, consensus six point five percent year on year, six point three percent. Not too far off that. Let's call it that, that mandated four uh, to six percent. So. One can 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 uh, argue a, a very you know, strong case for Reserve Bank could now be be easing off on on hiking rates and already start maybe looking towards you know next year maybe looking at where where will the point be where they start you know bringing some relief to 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 South Africans and also ultimately our our GDP. Um, yeah, um, I th- I think you know back to the rand. I think the rand is is just currently way 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 too weak. Um, and and yeah, I'm just I'll just put it relative against purchasing power parity or PPPP. Um, and you know, uh, any further you know strengthen in, in the rand, you know I, I do think it'd be very good. Again, as I mentioned, banks, um, your retailers. We saw that today after um, the inflation rate came out. I, I watched you know, the likes of of, of Shoprite. Still ended in, in 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 the in the red, but but definitely a, a improvement after the inflation figures came out. So those are the type of shares that I'm looking for. Bit of a heads up. I'm actually busy writing a a report, which will be released hopefully in the next week and a half or so. Where I look at specifically that, I look at companies. I I I went through all the the all share companies, JSE all share companies, and I look at the the revenue. Which percentage of the revenue they earn within the borders of South Africa, and, and which percentage of the revenue they earn outside uh, the borders of South Africa. Interesting, interesting, um, you know, data. Not going to, you know, sort of, uh, you know, give it away now, or rather discuss it with you when I bring it bring the results out. But I think the one important thing is we know that uh, a lot of these companies, or most of the companies currently has got very, very strong uh, rand hedge um, capabilities. And we've seen it over the past, let's call it two weeks, when the rand actually started strengthening again, that a lot of these companies did weaken. So now the next question will be which companies will be focusing on. You know, if the, the rand do, you know, strengthen to a, let's call it a 1650 to the dollar levels, you know, where would you like to position yourself? Would you still like to accumulate, you know, catch these falling knives, aka rand edges, or would you like to start looking at some of these companies that's been distressed, trading at sometimes single multiples, um, but do earn their 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 income mostly in rands? Uh, we'll have a chat, you know, about that. Uh, this once once the article has been published, yeah. Mm. Exactly. Well, let us keep Correct. us close on that one. I'd like to read it and you then you go through it and make me understand it. Good. Okay. Here's something for you. And this surprised me. Yeah. It says here, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell on Wednesday today affirmed that more interest rate increases are likely ahead as inflation is well above where it should be. Okay, it's 4%. Okay, it's it's double what it should be, but it was nearly 10%. Inflation pressures continue to run high, he says, as the process of getting inflation back down to 2% has a long way to go. And he also says the labour market is still tight, though there are some signs that conditions are loosening. So everyone was getting quite excited when the Fed left their rates unchanged at a target rate 
of 5 to 5 and a quarter percent, inflation down at 4 percent. Well, suddenly, uh, Powell, the party pooper, Powell, the party pooper, PPP, comes out and says, no, 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 please, you misunderstand me. We've got more rate hikes coming. And I think that's certainly influenced the S&P, which is down just over half a percent. It's also whacked our market a bit. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I think they've seen this. I mean, I've I've been uh, talking about the let's call it the the seventies. We had a similar scenario where, where inflation seriously got out of hand. They uh, they eventually took the foot off the accelerator too quickly. They 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 actually went stopped their rate hikes and actually reduce interest rate way too quickly. And mm-hmm. that second trance of inflation was just ex- you know, extreme, way, way worse than the, the, the first trance. And, and one should always remember that inflation is, is uh, you know, you've got a high water bark. I mean, we've got the base effect. So, yes, although things look, look a lot better now, I mean, it's still the base effect where we've had, you know, lower or higher levels you know, now once you to remember that when you look at the world price as we currently sit here that the, the world price is is trading at your 70 dollars well west texas intermediary 70 dollars 72 dollars your brand oil is trading at 76 we know that opec has already said well we're not we're not too happy you know selling our, our oil at 75 you know dollars per barrel um we know that we we need to do there's some measures we we need to help you know the world's get get uh, inflation under control but as as soon as that that's under control we need to you know address the elephant in the room and that's we need to make money as well hmm. um let's say well goes goes back to your ninety dollars levels that's a that's suddenly a twenty percent jump in the world price and we know what effect that's got it in 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 the inflation basket um and there goes the base effect. So I agree with Paul. I think he's, he's, he's I don't necessarily think they're going to be as aggressive. I don't think they can be as aggressive, but I just think he's warning that people should not overcommit themselves and think, oh, while people are telling the rest of the world that the Fed should be reducing the, the interest rate or decreasing the, the interest rate again later this year, don't take that as fact. Just be careful. I don't believe anything that Jerome Powell says. I'm sure he's a fine fellow and he knows much <laughs> more about his job than anybody else does. But I just think he maybe his decision-making is, is clouded sometimes. He's, it's almost as though sometimes he seems a little bit confused. Either that or market participants are misreading him. I don't know. But anyway, the oil price story that you've been going on about, I can't see it going back to 90. I really can't. Not with the Chinese economy slowing down as much as it is. They've probably got high stocks, which they loaded up on over over the last year or two and i can't see it going anywhere and the opec plus agreement that they came to the other two or three weeks ago where they said uh, right we're saudi arabia is going to cut a, a million barrels a day from its production from july the first that's okay and then the, the rest will cut 1.4 million barrels a day from early 2004 and immediately angola and nigeria said no no we don't like that we don't like that at all they're in disarray. So no. I, I can't see it doing anything but going down. Sorry, Skull. Uh, it's not sorry <laughs> at all. It's, it's very good. That's my personal no, I would, opinion. I would, I, would, I would really love it that if you're right. But, um, yeah, you know, there's one, one joker in that pack. And that's uh, we know that China, you know, we know China's economy and we know it's been under pressure. We've seen um, lately that they're, they're trying to use uh, their monetary or interest rates 
to just reduce it slightly to see if they can't can't uh, you know kickstart. The next thing is they they will need to to do some sort of stimulus, which they haven't really done. Well, they, they cut interest rates last do. week, but only by point one percent. But it was yeah, uh, that's it was a token. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a token. And we know if that's not going to work, then they're not going to leave it there. They're not going to just uh, – so, so yeah, I, I hope you're right, but I, I, I think I think uh, China's got more up their sleeve you know, for, for the second half of this year. Okay, I can feel a bet coming on. What is it? The oil price <laughs> now is um, – let's call it $71 a barrel for West Texas. What is, is it going to be 90? No, it's narrow. Is it going to be 81 or – 61 next. Anyway, we'll, we'll chat about this off air, Skunk. Yeah, we, we, need to, we need to chat about this. Because I still you, think you owe me a case of beer. But, I, say, mm. I say it's going up and you say it's going down. Sounds to me yes. like a very, very simple bit. Yeah, it's very, very simple very indeed. Simple. And you set your parameters and away we go. That's the sort of thing I like. Yeah. Simple stuff. Okay, let's have a look at the markets now, Skunk. Dollar Rand is 1838. British pound against the Rand, 2339. Euro Rand, 2012. Euro dollar, 109.50. And that's a 0.3% gain for the euro. British pound, 127.25 against the US dollar. On to commodities now. Yeah, gold price. That's disappointing. It looked so good a few weeks ago. Now 19.31 down another four and a half dollars today. Platinum down $33.50 to 9.49. And palladium down $18 an ounce to 13.64. Now the aforementioned oil price. Okay, we've got seventy-two dollars forty-one, forty-three now, up one and three quarters percent for West Texas, and Brent is seventy-seven dollars and twelve cents per barrel, at one point six percent. Natural gas up just over two percent. Yeah, maybe these people are stocking up ahead of the northern hemisphere winter. I don't know, but anyway, uh, some stuff going on there. Wheat prices have spiked by nearly five percent to thirty-two dollars forty-six per bushel. Otherwise, not much going on. Skulk, the South African ten-year bond yield that's ten point seven one percent. To the Various uh, reserve banks have jostled 10.71% and the inflation rate number today coming in at 6.3%, as you said, down 11.5 basis points. The US 10-year yield, though, going in the other direction, 3.78% or six basis points higher in the States for that particular instrument. And the S&P 500 futures are 0.6% weaker at 44.08, let's call it. Bitcoin, Goodness me, and what's happened here? This is up 11 and a quarter percent now to 29,777. It was looking horrible last week. It's now looking really, it's in really buoyant mood. I don't understand why. So that's that. And what shares caught your eye on the JSE today, please, Skok? We need to give Steinhoff a mention. 58% down, yeah. That yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, 62, 62.1%. But, but that's the extra cent that, that, that it lost in the final 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Steinhoff, I mean, it's what a sad day to look at. Look at the share price, 11 cents. That's, that's what Steinhoff is trading. I mean, this is a company that was trading at, I recall, 90 rand, if I'm not mistaken. No, yeah, it was actually. You're quite right. So from 90 rand to 11 cents because of the criminal activities of the people at the top. Yeah, so so I mean, what which caught my eye today um, is as uh, a yeah, money web article. Stated, I'm going to read the read the heading: Germany yeah. issues arrest warrant for ex of CEO US. Wow. Okay, so so we know the the reason for today's movement is not because there's a arrest warrant. I mean, we we know that. I'm not going to go through the whole st- structure and the voting process that they they wanted. Um, you know, a whole you know 
is some time to restructure. Uh, shareholders voted against that. They went to the German authorities. So they went to the, the, the German courts, and it actually came out today. And they said, "Well, it's fine. You can go ahead. The company can go ahead, and and you know, sort of sell off the the assets over time to see if they can't get any any, any more for these assets." The problem with that this this will most probably mean and and get this is there's nothing is still cast in stone but most probably mean that 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 Steinoff will will now delist and 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 shell this will sit with some some form of of you know unlisted entity um unlisted entity while the company gradually sells off assets i mean if you look at the valuation of the assets and and you know the debt levels I mean, this this company is done. I mean, yes, so yes, it's just it you to 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 what you know how much in the in the rand or the in the in the in the euro you will be getting back. Bottom line is very little. I think what we've seen the movement we've seen today is investors that still you know have stun up. They just decided I'm going to get out. I'm going to realize that that capital loss. At least I can use it for 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 tax purposes. And let's just get get something out while while we still can if this delist it might take years for it to wrap up anyway there's still if lots of ifs and buts but a, but a share price don't drop 62.1 percent uh you know on on the back of nothing so this is sad 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 it's a sad, really sad south stuff, african yeah. story isn't it because he was very very charismatic i remember speaking to him many times on radio and television and he rolled his eyes beautifully and you just thought and then you look back now and you okay. think everyone was taken in by him I mean, he had strings of racehorses, yeah. rode around with a cigar and a Bentley and all that sort of stuff. And in fact, he was a pathological liar and criminal. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's, it's crazy. But yeah, I, I just quickly look back. I've been trying to find the highs. But yeah, April 2000, what, the 4th of April 2016, it, it closed at, here we go, 96 rand five cents Whoa. went as high as 97 I'm, i just want to try and see if it ever hit a hundred bucks but it, it, it it was trading it was trading at 97 rand this company was trading at 97 rand today closed at 11 cents how the mighty has fallen man yeah. well how many people's lives have and savings have mm. been decimated by this because it was the darling of the yep. exchange anyway Okay, let's have a look at some other shares today. On the upside, I've got Afrimat up 5.9%, Itel Tile up 3.9%, Avatech a 2.5% gainer, Omnia up 1.4%, PSG Consult up 1.2%. Skulk. Okay, let's look at the downside now. DRD Gold nearly 6% weaker, Impala Platinum the same, Vodacom down nearly 5%, Anglo Platinum down 4.8%, and Oceana down 4.7%. Commodities getting thumped today, despite the slightly weaker yep. rand. What is that? Yeah, so 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 two of the companies that you mentioned uh, was Exdiv uh, yep. Snorris, you know, namely Oceana and Vodacom. Uh, just note that none of those companies are you know <laughs> resource companies or at least you know commodity hard commodity companies. But gold, platinum. I mean, and we've we've seen the trading update you know coming from 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 De Beers today as well. You know, anything shiny, you know, it's definitely not shining today. I mean, it's definitely, definitely under pressure. So, mm. yeah, clearly, clearly the times that we find ourselves in. Um, um, I think this, 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 call it this, this interest rate cycle is definitely now, you know, telling us all these type of movements are telling us uh, that, that you, you were talking about China. 
I'm talking about a global, global economic slowdown, uh, which is clearly evident. Yes, it is. Give us the closing JSE indices, if you would, please, Scott Glow. So the JSE closed at 75,630 points. That is down, as you mentioned, 1.5%. Resources, ouch, 2.42% down. So that was definitely the major loser, while uh, the industrials down 1.26%. Financials um, still down, but not, not as excessive, you know, down 0.81%. And we look at the the value traded on the on the JSE today, uh, just shy of twenty billion, nineteen point eight billion value traded for today. When we look at the the U.S. markets today, as we currently sit here, U.S. as you mentioned down, uh, S and P five hundred down forty three basis points, Dow Jones up three basis points. Yes, it's nearly nothing, but it still uh, shows you some some reversion back to value stocks. While the growth stocks, Nasdaq taking a bit of a beating today. One one well one and a quarter down, one and a quarter percentage down today. Okay, and the value traded on the JSE, uh, as mentioned, nineteen point seven. Oh, sorry, uh, I wasn't seven. listening. I, ju- <laughs> you were, I no, Like off. always, you're not listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, what's your name again? <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll just give it I'll give it to you again. Uh, it's nineteen point eight billion value traded for the day. <laughs> Okay. Scott, thank you very much for your time as always. Excellent analysis. Scott Clue is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town. And that was the five o'clock shadow. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.